Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Robin Motter, the host of Strategies for Success, where every week I get to bring you some top individuals that I get to interview from across the country. Today, I'm going to be interviewing three dynamic women. One of them is my first guest. Her name is Helene Segura, and she's an expert in uh, productivity and time management. Let me give you a little history about her. Time management fixer Helene Segura delivers thought-provoking yet entertaining time management keynotes and seminars that give busy professionals the powerful strategies and tactics they need to slay wasted time. You know, we all have wasted time, so we need somebody like her to help us. By improving efficiency, she helps companies lower employee stress levels, decrease absenteeism, improve retention, and increase profits. The author of two Amazon best-selling books, Helene has been, fe- been the featured productivity expert in more than 100 media interviews, including publications such as U.S. News and World Report and Money Magazine, as well as on Fox, CBS, ABC, and NBC affiliates. Helene's third book, The Inefficiency Assassin, Time Management Tactic for Working Smarter, Not Longer by New World Library, is now available at www.theinefficiencyassassin.com, and that's A-S-S-A-S-S-I-N.com. Born and raised in Los Angeles, a former soccer player for Texas A&M, and an avid world traveler, her wide variety of life experiences and exposure to cultures around the world allow her to offer unique insight and assistance to her audiences. Her education background, both in her schooling and teaching, influencing, influences everything she does. Her bachelor's degree from Texas A&M University is in political science. She focused on international affairs, so she learned about negotiations and the importance of dissecting situations from different perspectives. Her master's degree from UTSA is in educational leadership. She learned about running a business as well as educational psychology, behavior change, and behavior management. As a teacher for 11 years in a Title I district, she was able to apply all of this and figure out what makes individuals tick and, therefore, what will get them to change and be successful. She left the CAS classroom in 2004 to start her own company. In both her individual consulting and training, she uses all of those skills to teach audiences how to pinpoint their barriers to personal efficiency and implement changes that will save their sanity and save the companies for which they work a great, which they work a great deal of money. Check out her website at www.helene, and that's H-E-L-E-N-E, Segura, S-E-G-U-R-A.com, or Helene Oh, I think that's, and your email is Helene at HelenSegura.com. Also, she lives in Texas, and she is coming to California to be one of our keynote speakers at our annual NAFI conference that takes place this year. Welcome, to Helene. I'm so happy to have you on the show. How are you today? I'm doing great, Robbie. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous, and I just always love hearing about you. I want to know how you got into this type of work and some of the things that you've been doing, and then also I want to hear about your book. Sure. I'd be glad to share. I got into time management back when I was a teacher. Uh, I had had my own time management struggles when I was in college and even got kicked out of the dorms one summer because my grades were so bad from not being able to manage my time and make time for studying. And then when I became a teacher, my goodness, I was dog paddling all the time, as so many teachers do, because there is just an incredible amount of information being thrown at you, and you need to manage all of the students in your class and throughout the day. Um, managing schedules for 150 students and all of their work and making decisions for them. That was pretty tough to keep up with everything. 
So I had to figure out how could I create the time to be a high-quality teacher and still have a life outside of the classroom. So that was my first real learning experience as an adult is to come up with that framework. And then later on, as I was teaching longer, I realized that a lot of my students struggled with organization and time management. And that's the reason why they were also struggling with their grades. So what I started doing a couple of years into my career is teaching my students time management and organizational skills the first two weeks of school so that way they can do better throughout the school year. They wouldn't lose their homework. They would understand how to plan ahead for projects and figure out where to study if they had to share a room with four brothers and sisters and they didn't get home from band practice until 8 o'clock at night. So all of that snowballed into me starting my business after I left the classroom in 2004. And uh, here it is, 2017, and still going full steam ahead with all of my clients. Tell me about some of the books you've written and how did you decide to become an author? Uh, (laughs) I had a dream about writing a book, but it was pretty much on the back burner because when I had started up my business, my whole focus was I need to find enough clients so I can pay the bills. Um, so the the book writing got pushed off to the side until I was contacted by a conference committee who wanted me to speak to a national conference of teachers and they told me, you know, we can pay you a, a fee. It won't be probably as high as you'd like it to be, but you can sell your products in the back of the room. And I asked the committee chair, what products do you mean? <laughs> and she said, well, you can sell your book. And I said, uh, yes, I am working on a book. <laughs> and I had pages and pages of notes uh, you know, for my someday book. And when I was told that I'd be able to sell a book in the back of the room one year later, I thought, well, I need to make this happen. And that's how my, my first book came about. And that book is called Less Stress for Teachers, More Time in an Organized Classroom. And that was based on the journey that I took figuring out how to be more organized and how to manage my time better as a teacher and also what I was teaching to my colleagues before I left the classroom and then teachers who hired me once I started my own business. So that's how my first book came about. Now my second book, that one is called Roadmap to Get Organized, How to Discover Your Thinking, Learning, and Working Styles to Get Your Life Back on Track. That came about because over the years I had so many clients say, well, I wish you could just live with me or I wish you could sit on my shoulder the whole time so you could just walk me through every single project that I have. And I realized that they were joking on one hand, but on the other hand, they were serious too. They would like that full-time guidance. And I decided, well, a, a book would be able to be there with them 24 hours a day, and they'd be able to hear my voice as they were reading the book. And so that's how that book came about. It's um, pretty much a study guide slash book, and it walks people through how to figure out how they tick So that way they can develop organizing projects based around who they are and how they do things best. And then my third book, the one that you were mentioning in the bio, that one is called The Inefficiency Assassin, Time Management Tactics for Working Smarter, Not Longer. That is based on the last over 10 years of working with clients in organizational situations, time management situations, and it's the framework that I teach my clients when we're in sessions together. And this book is designed specifically for people who don't have enough time to read an entire book, which is why they want the book in the first place. And the book is divided up in the table of contents based on all the different challenges that busy professionals face. So that way, if you don't have time to sit there with the book and read everything in order, you can triage your own situation and go directly to the chapter that you need at that moment in your life and get all the tactics and strategies that you need to Uh, solve that situation and each chapter takes roughly 10 to 15 minutes to go through so that way you can get your solutions in a hurry so that is how all of those books came about Uh, tell me something in in, because i know you travel all over the world and you 
speak. What do you think is some of the biggest issues people face on time management problems? If we're to look at the world as a whole and not just the states, I would say that it is feeling like you are so connected with the world because of these wonderful devices that we have and we can jump on the Internet on this machine that's in the palm of our hands and something we can put in our pocket, and that machine is on 24-7. So there's this over-connection with everyone and everything that's out there, which inundates our brain and doesn't allow our brain to rest. And time management is truly all about mind management. And if your brain isn't fully functioning at its highest capacity, then you tend not to make the greatest decisions about how you use your time. And that's what I find everywhere is that we're just inundated with electronics and this constant stimulus, and we never take the time to plan out what we need to do. We're always in a rush to jump to the next thing that's hopping at us from our devices. and and internationally. So do you see it different in different areas? Do you see some areas where they are more organized than others? Um, Well, overall, and this is being extremely stereotypical, um, but I find it to be fairly true. Overall, in um, Asian societies, I find that there is um, a, a dominance of organization in physical space, and they tend to be fairly organized time-wise as well. Um, I find that uh, most of the organizing challenges and time management challenges are here in the U.S. Um, and I, it's in our DNA. We're, we're go-getters, and we want to always think outside the box, and we're very driven, whether we're entrepreneurs or we're employed by a company. Um, it's just part of the American drive, and so that's why I think that Americans particularly are so overscheduled and um, struggling with time management. Oh, um, share with us some of the topics that you speak on and what people would learn from some of those topics if a corporation wanted to bring you in and hire you to train their people. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a basic overview of the framework that I give. So if, let's say, a, a conference called me up and they wanted me to give a keynote, that that would be the, the overview, going over that three-prong framework. So that way people at least walk away with some ideas of, oh, this is how I can manage my time, and it's really not that hard. And then for companies who want to bring me in for uh, presenting training to their employees, during that training, that's where we can deep dive into some of the subjects like um, what is time blocking and how do you do that. And everybody says you need to create a schedule, and that sounds great, but how do you create a schedule if you're constantly being interrupted by your coworkers or your supervisors or your clients throughout the day? So that's uh, another training. Uh, We can do trainings on email, how to get your email in check and make sure that it doesn't overload you throughout the day, how to organize your workspace, um, how to deal with documents, whether they're in paper format or digital format, and how to get those organized so that way they're always at your fingertips when you need them. Uh, I work with a, a lot of sales folks who have an enormous amount of paperwork even though they try to be as digital as possible. And we talk about what to do with your your notes from all the different meetings that you go to with clients or uh, with other companies. And if you're taking notes everywhere in a digital device or on a notepad or on a napkin, how do you keep track of all of this that's going on? And so uh, what we do is we take apart the the different challenges that they have throughout the workday and we will zero in on each one of those challenges and figure out why is that happening, what are the solutions, and what are the solutions specifically for you based on your schedule and the way that you work. Do you find most people in the you know in trying to work out time management that sometimes forget themselves. Now, I know I, a good example is I had something scheduled for two weeks in my book to do something for me, and apparently mm-hmm. I never got to it because I had so many other things to do. So 
what what kind of tip would you give to people to say, you know, to bal- how you balance both? You're exactly right that a lot of people do leave themselves out of the equation. And one of the first areas that I work on with clients is creating clarity. And part of creating clarity is understanding what your priorities are in life. Now, when I say that, most people say, well, duh, I already know what my priorities are. But the problem is our priorities tend to live in the back of our brain, back in our subconscious And they only come to the forefront when somebody specifically asks the question, what are your priorities? But it's so important that we keep those priorities in the forefront because every decision that we make about how we use our time should be based on whether or not it's going to support those priorities. And the person at the top of the priority list that I always have my clients write, that person always needs to be me. It's yourself. Because if we don't take care of ourselves, then everything else around us will fall apart. Now, this is particularly tough to do for nurturers. Nurturers are people who want to take care of anyone and everyone and make sure everybody's pleased and happy. And nurturers tend to get sick. Nurturers tend to get burned out because they are so busy taking care of everybody else that they don't take care of themselves until they have to go to the doctor or they have to go to the hospital or they have to check into a clinic because, you know, they're just completely wiped out. And so it's one of the things that we work on is focusing on how to make yourself a more important part of your own life and how to create time and not remove it from the calendar when you have something scheduled for yourself. I know some of my members enough have said one of the things for them make, is hard is that sometimes they feel they have so many things they're doing for their you know members and for their job and their family that they feel guilty mm-hmm. if they take time for themselves when they have these other things. So you know how do they get over that guilt thing? Mm-hmm. That uh, requires a change in mindset because right now their mindset is I need to give my time to everybody else and if I don't give all of it to everybody else, then what, what I'm taking away, I'm sacrificing for them. So we need to change that mindset around and not look at it as a sacrifice or I'm taking time away from all those other people I want to help. Instead, we need to look at it as this is an investment in myself, which then means it's an investment in all of those other things that I'm trying to do. It's an investment in me being a better business owner or employee. It's me being a better volunteer for this organization. It's me being a better parent or a better spouse. But all of that betterment can't happen unless you invest in yourself first. And so it it requires that shift in mindset because there are far too many of us, most especially women, who tend to see that we need to take time away from ourselves in order to give to other people when, in fact, we are hurting those other people by not being at our best because we haven't invested that time in ourselves. Wow. So tell us some of the chapters in your new book so that people get an idea of, you know, you probably have an index where you can tell me some of the chapters and give us a little overview. Sure. My book is broken up into four different parts. The first three parts are the three-prong framework that uh, I go over with clients and with audiences. So the first part is all about creating clarity, and that's where we talk about um, capturing your priorities, identifying your targets, and working on self-care. And ironically, a lot of people want to skip over this first part of the book because it has nothing to do with buying supplies and it has nothing to do with working on a calendar. But what most people don't realize is that the reason why they don't do well with calendars, the reason why they haven't been able to manage their time is because they have not created that clarity. So that is definitely one of the most important parts of the book. And then part two is called Implement Structure and Flow. And this is where I go through the five key elements of the workday and how to control them. Because if you can control those five key elements, then even when you have to fight a fire, 
figuratively or literally, or you get interrupted, you will be able to get back into focus faster when you have these five components uh, under control. And those components are assignment and task completion, the second component is creating your go bag and your workspace layout because if you're organized in your physical space, that also helps. Um, I go over electronic communication, notes, document, and file management, and time protection. So once you've created these great schedules, how do you protect your time? Just like you asked earlier uh, about if you have something on your schedule for yourself and then you take it off, we talk about how do you protect that type of time. And then in part three, that one is called Assemble Your Team. In a perfect world, we'd be able to do everything on our own, but it's not a perfect world. And it's really important that we surround ourselves with people who are going to support us in what we want to accomplish. And so I have some advice in there as well as some scripts about how to work with people. Uh, what I noticed in a number of other books is that they have really great time management information and they're wonderful ideas, but if you have not been able to say the right things to people before, how are you going to say them now? So uh, I have a little scripts in there uh, sprinkled in throughout the book so that way you have some examples of how you can talk to other people and how you can become a little more assertive with explaining to people how you need to use your time so that way um, your time doesn't get taken away from you. And then the last part of the book, the fourth part is called Situational Solutions. And so these are all of the different challenges that a person might face at one point or another that can take away their time, like um, multitasking or having your brain in constant overdrive. You can't just get it to slow down. Or you know, when um, something bad happens, you get completely off track. How do you get back on track? I have a chapter in there on procrastination, one on perfectionism, so all of these varied situations. And all of this, the entire book, all the material in it, was developed from the different client sessions that I've had and the common denominators that I found in uh, the challenges that professionals have. So that is an overview of the inefficiency assassin. Boy, you know, that's great because it looks like, you know, if somebody needs something in particular, they can go right to that section and refresh their mind, you know, on what they should be doing. So that is, that's fabulous. I like that. No, oh, thank you. And that's exactly how it's designed because I know that if you don't have enough time, you can't sit down and read a 300-page book. You don't have enough time. That's why you're reading it. So that's why it's broken up into small 10 to 15-minute chunks. You can uh, grab some advice during lunch or after breakfast or on the train ride home, and you can go directly to the chapter that you need and hop around the book as necessary. So it's like a, a mini version of an encyclopedia of time management and it would always be a reference book for them they can keep going back because it you know it, it does work and so as they get better at it they're going to be able mm-hmm. to accomplish more so tell us how exactly uh, I have a website for the book. It is called theinefficiencyassassin.com, and they can see all the different links there. The book is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, in paperback format, or um, Kindle in Nook. And while you're on that webpage, theinefficiencyassassin.com, if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a little form there that you can fill out if you'd like a free productivity kit. So you'll receive by email the time templates that I use with my clients. I've got a webinar on procrastination in there and some podcasts about how to create time for exercise and how to figure out what kind of personality you have for working better. So all sorts of great resources in there. So, again, they can go to theinefficiencyassassin.com. That's great. And if they, do you have a number where they can call you as well, or do they find that on that website? Well, I can, they can find out on the website, but my number is 210-892-4990. And if they weren't able to write it down fast enough when I said it, it's on the website. Okay. Well, we have about six minutes. So what, what would you like to leave, um, you know, with our listeners about you and about your, what, what are your future? What if you have some ideas for future things that you want to do? 
I've been working on putting together webinars, um, and so there are webinars that are based on the book. That way if somebody doesn't like to sit down with a book because not everybody enjoys reading, then they would have the webinar either visually or through audio or both. And so that way they can still pick up the same information without having to read. It can basically be read to them. Um, I am also working on some group packages for people who would like to be coached virtually. So. If you have a small department of people and maybe you don't have the budget to fly me out in person for training, you can still get the help virtually um, online so we'd be able to see each other through video. And that way you don't have to struggle on your own. Um, I would love to leave a message with your folks about how empowering time management is. Once you realize that time management is truly all about mind management, you start to become more focused and more present throughout the day, and you realize where you lose time. It's not like you have to completely change your life in order to be a better time manager. You can just simply take time back by recognizing where you're losing a few minutes here and a few minutes there. So it is totally possible to tell your time what to do when you become fully present every moment of the day. Wow, that's great. Well, again, I want to let everybody know that we've been talking with Helene Segura, who is an expert in time management, and her new book is called The Inefficiency Assassin, Time Management Tactics for Working Smarter, Not Longer. So, and it's available at theinefficiencyassassin.com. I want to thank you so much for being um, my guest today, and I am so looking forward to everybody in Southern California is looking forward to hearing um, your talk at our NAFI, uh, national um, conference that's happening. And I think California needs more time management because we just have too many things <laughs> going on. So they you are do, excited. and too much traffic. Yeah, too much traffic. That's where a lot of time goes. Well, I am excited about being out there on April 22nd. And for those who haven't been to your website yet, I'm giving a keynote called Breaking the Time Management Encryption, How to Liberate Your Productivity Skills from Deep Cover. And we're going to be talking about that three-prong framework and how you can put it into action immediately that day. Oh, well, that's fabulous. I can use some of that because I, um, I, I'm, I'm a multitasker, so I have to learn that sometimes that's not a good thing. Anyway, thank you so that is much. Correct. I just noticed <laughs> it was great having you, and I cannot wait to meet you in person. And thanks again for being a guest today. So Thank bye you now. so much, Robbie. Bye. Bye now. Hi, Patty Lambert is my next guest. How are you, Patty? I'm great. How are you today? I am great. I want to tell you a little bit about my second guest. Patty uh, works in corporate America, marketing and sales for over 20 years. And one day she was, I'm going to let her tell you that story, but she decided, as many women are doing today, to say goodbye to corporate America and hello to multi-level marketing. So Patty, share with us what happened and why you I think I might not have the best connection here. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Oh, that's better. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you better now. Yeah, I I was out one day with a group of friends. We went to a local boutique, and there was someone there that had a Senegents, uh booth, and I thought, you know, we'll check it out. We all went up, checked it out, and the lady that was manning the booth said, you know, you're going to put this on. It's going to last four to 16 hours. And you're going to use this makeup, and it's going to improve your skin and the skin care. And we all thought, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So we put it on, and it worked. And we were like, wow. So then one of us had a uh, home party for the girls, and we all went. We listened, and I thought, you know, this is something I could do. So bye-bye corporate America, and hello multi-level marketing. And it has been a really wonderful opportunity for me. And so moving uh, forward... 
Okay. I'd like to know some of the, uh, they have more than just lipsticks too, don't they? They do. We have, we developed, well, just let me tell you how we start. We started with six colors in 1999 is when the company launched. And since then, we now have over 70 lip colors, a full skincare line, a full eye, uh, eye makeup line with eyeliners and shadows, as well as lash extenders. We have lip plumper. We have the whole skincare line, uh, polishing and exfoliators, masks, uh, body washes, body butters, lotions, and all all developed over the last 18 years. So wow. she blossomed with sip colors and just grew into a, a major organization. Tell me something and we about are the all, lip pumper. Because sometimes when you get but, older, you know, your lips start getting smaller. Is that something that helps that? Yeah, the lip, the limp, I've, and I've actually used it. The limp pumper is great. You, what you do is you apply it at night, and that kind of gets you going. At first, you want to uh, use it a little more often, but as time goes on, you use it less. You can notice uh, fullness up to 20%, and your moisture in your lips will go up to 50%. And you lose a lot of wow. moisture through your lips. So, um, what, what is that? The, What's, Why what's does in that it? Happen? It's got. You lose moisture. A lot of it is just due to age, and then just the elements. You know, every time you go outside, there's the elements that you deal with, and so when you put on the product, it helps to keep that from attacking the skin on your lips, as well as our skincare and cosmetics keeps it from attacking the skin on your face. So it's um, actually quite good. It um, gives you the full powdery lip. Without irritants, it's, it is a proprietary formula, and it's based on advanced and natural technologies. And it pumps from the inside out is what makes it unique. It doesn't just do your, your top layer of skin. It pumps from within as well. Wow, I like that. I have to get, you have to get me some of that. I need some of that. Uh, tell me, uh, <laughs> on the, uh, the um, products you have, are the... Eyeliner and um, the other stuff, are they, like, lasting too, like the lipstick is, or how does that work? It lasts as well. As a matter of fact, you can put on your full face. You can go to the beach. You can swim. You can swim in a pool. You can go to the gym and do – you'll look the same. You'll look like you just woke up or like you just put your makeup on. It does not come off in the water. Uh, Our – our original formula of um, foundation does, is waterproof. The ones we've come up after that is water resistant. The difference being waterproof, if you come out and you rub your face with a towel, it's going to stay on. Water resistant, you want to come out and if you're going to um, pat your, you want to pat your face dry. And that's the difference between waterproof and water resistant. But you can go swimming and, and do your exercises all day long and it will stay on, including the eyeliner. And the shadows. It's designed to. Do you have a website that people? Do you have your? I do have. Would you tell me? I do have a website. The website is www.senegens.com. Spell that. Backslash. Spell Senegens. Oh, I'm sorry. www.senegens, and that is S E N E G. G like Gail, E-N-C-E, dot com, backslash, no evidence. No evidence meaning it does not come off on anything. So you would not be the person at the party leaving the big red lips on the wine glasses, that indelible red that won't come off. Wow, that's fabulous. Um, Mm -hmm. How do they get the ideas for all the new products that come out? Is it... Because people say I'd like to see this color or or something well, like that. Or how does it... The product is developed through a, a couple of scientists that she works closely with, and the actual lip sense was actually on HSN at one time as Weekend Tattoo, and was designed and created by Yoram Fishman. And Joni met him, and he he didn't want to do the HSN thing anymore, so she met and she spoke with him. She gave him a business plan. They worked it all out. 
And that's how LipSense became about with Cinegents. As time went on, he actually created some of our skincare line and stuff. And over time, she met with other scientists and product developers that helped her come up with a full line. Her, her goal was to create a complete line. LipSense was just the beginning. So she has managed to, you know, complete her goal. And I'm sure she's, going, she's always coming out with new products new ideas, new colors. Um, I believe we have over 70 lip colors right now, which is a lot to choose from. We have all ranges of the foundations now that go from light to dark. Uh, We have several eyeshadows from frosty to non-frosty. Our liners are basically in black and brown right now. We used to have, you know, a lighter selection, but those are the most, those are the ones that people use the most. We do have mascara, and then the full skincare line as well. Oh, that is great. Um, so you've been with it 12 years. Why, how, did, how did you feel when you left from corporate America to what was the greatest thing that you found in being your own boss? You know, it, it was great to be able to plan your own schedule and be able to, to not worry about taking the time off and how that's going to affect because, you decide what you want to do and when you're going to do it. I mean, there's a certain schedule in there when you start planning events and things of that nature, but you decide what events you're going to do and what, where you're going to go. So that's nice. The freedom is the big deal. That, that was the big thing to me, to um, be able to plan and you know, not stress about having to be somewhere at you know, 8 a.m. every day until 5 p.m. every day and gives you more time with your family, you know, just more time to do other things that you would like to do as well. And that, that to me, so, was very big. So you as a distributor, how do you get find most of your clients and how do you, um, you know, what, what, how do you, you do house parties? How do you do this business? Well, I go everywhere. No place is too far. Um, and basically, I started out doing a couple of boutiques, and that is how I developed my original client base, they, and also home parties as well. So, you know, you know friends and stuff, you say, hey, would you like to do this? That helps. And then they get into it, and then they tell their friends. So a lot of it is word, word of mouth. You know, you, people try it, they like it, they tell somebody, and then they call you and they want some, or they want to have an event for you or, or have a home party. But the boutiques work well. Um, I just did a street fair, which was very good. And it's just just getting out there. We also do wowing. So, you know, we wear our stripes on our hands. Wowing is going out with stripes on your hands, and you'll be walking to the grocery store, and people will say, wow, what is that on the back of your hand? You'll show them its lip color, and they they get excited. They're surprised it's not going to come off. So that... That's one way of doing it as well. Just getting yourself out there. You have to step out of your box, I will say. If you want to do something like this, you have to be willing to to not be shy and to just be out there. Be proud out loud, I guess is the best way to say it, um, about what you're doing and where you're going. And then you slowly build your business that way. But word of mouth is the best, I have to tell you. You know, one person tries it, they love it. They tell someone else they love it. And that, that is the basis of how I've done a lot of my building, is through one person, so through one many, person, through one person. Do you have a team that works with you, or do you constantly looking for others to join your team, or how does that work? I'm always looking for others to join my team, but what's really great is even though we might not have all signed up under the same person, it is a sincere sisterhood. Um, we all help one another doesn't matter who you signed up with, where you live, or what you're doing. We all keep in contact through Facebook and other forms of um, email, texting, all those wonderful things that you can do these days. So that's how a lot of us keep in touch with each other, and we just share a lot of information. We share with everybody shares with everybody throughout the country. There are weekly trainings that corporate has, and corporate is always there for you. They are never too busy. They answer all your questions. They help you. We have a corporate office here, and we have a corporate office in Oklahoma now, which is quite helpful. 
for the girls we have back in the South. So oh, I see. It's really can you a, actually, a, as, as a distributor, can you sell anywhere? Do you have certain territories? Or how you does that can. Work? There are no there are no territories, and we can sell product anywhere. We can sell at a show. You can sell it out of your trunk. You can sell it out of your house. You can sell it anywhere. We do not have boundaries. You know, there's just a lot of people out there. And I think she believes that setting boundaries, you might be cutting others off from an opportunity because, uh, I mean, I know I don't know everybody in Southern California. So, you know, it's, it, it, you can do what you want. We have distributors in California that have signed up with people in Utah. And we have distributors in New York that have signed up with people in California. So it's nationwide. You can go wherever you wish. And we are also international. We're in Canada, Australia, New Zealand, uh, England, Germany, Poland, Scandinavia. Uh, We're in the uh, Middle East. Not the Middle East, I'm sorry. We're in the Pacific Rim. We're all over. We're in Hawaii. Not that that's a foreign country, but I mean... Yeah, yeah. Well, there. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know who's over there, but they have quite. I mean, we're wide. We're widespread. We're everywhere. Well, that's good. Um, so tell people how they can reach you because we've got like four minutes left. Um, the best way to reach me is you can text or email me. My phone number is nine four nine two seven five. 0829. You can text or call, or you can email me at Patty Lambert, that's P A T T I E L A M B E R T, at Outlook.com. And that's another way you can get a hold of me. Um, I do one on ones, I do groups, I do anything, you know. Okay, so, whatever they would like again. to do. The website is www. Okay, it's www. dot senegents s e n e g e n c e. dot com backslash no evidence. And what and would you say? We still have about three minutes. What is the best seller of all the products? Our best seller is climate control believe it or not. And climate control, men can use our skincare products as well. And I think one of the reasons that that is such a good seller is it's a great product. It puts moisture back into your skin. Um, it helps. It's it's just great. If you cut yourself, let's say you, you cut yourself by accident or something cooking, you spray a little bit of that on there and it, it heals it right up. It is one ingredient short of being a pharmaceutical product. Wow. So it is a really, really good. And I would say that is one of our best sellers. Our lips are best sellers as well, but in terms of the other products, I would have to say that it is climate control. That's very big for us. And now we also have. Did you say it's a product for men as well? The men can use our skincare, and climate control is a great aftershave because you know when men shave, sometimes they get that raw feeling. And this will help alleviate any stinging or raw feeling they may have and also keeps their skin nice and soft. Not that that's important to them, but it's important to us. <laughs> so, and one last thing. Yeah. What, what is the process of when they use the lipstick? What do they need to do to make it stay on all the time? The, um, the way that you make it stay on, it is a three-layer process and going in one direction and then at the end, you put the gloss on. Now, when you put the gloss on, that seals it. The first layer is like your, like your primer coat. Your second layer is what we call your food layer, and the third layer is what we call the seal on the top two, and then the gloss is actually like the sealant. So the way it works is before and when you first use it, you might use a little more gloss than you normally would once you've been using it for a while. You may notice some tingling. That's because we have a very low-grade percent of cosmetic alcohol in it, and that's what helps keep the bacteria out of it, which makes your color last three to four months when used on a daily basis. So that is the process to which you put it on. 
when you're wearing it throughout the day, before and after you eat, you'd want to put on a small layer of gloss, very light before you eat, and then a light layer of gloss after you eat, and that's going to keep you good to go all day mostly. Well, that's great. Well, I can tell you, Patty Lambert, it has been great talking with you. I have another guest I have to interview, and I'm, I learned a lot. I, I only thought they did the lipstick, so I'm, I didn't know they did all the other products. So that was great, and I'm very interested in that bomb you told me, that lip plump up, so I'm going to go online and lip look at that up. on your website. So that's great, okay, and great. thank you so much for being my guest and we will t- talk soon and are you going to have all, all of these things that are you're going to be a vendor at I, the NAFI conference so what I will, will you have I will, your- I will have everything there that um, I spoke about today and you can look, check it all out there and I look forward to seeing you there alright and give them your phone number and your um, website uh, your email again before we close off and my my phone number is 949-275-0829. And my email is patty, P-A-T-T-I-E, Lambert, L-A-M-B-E-R-T, no spaces, at outlook.com. All right, Patty, thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you soon again. Thank, thank you, for you being Robbie. I really on. appreciate it. Okay, thank bye you. now. Bye-bye. Waiting for our third guest, who is name is Tamara Twomley, and she's with Premier Designs. And let me tell you a little bit about that. Uh, Tamara Twomley has been uh, a Premier Design jeweler in, mm-hmm. since 2001. She's now in leadership with Premier, and she is the leader, for, and she is the leader for Inland Valley and Riverside County and San Diego County. She is she is a one a design and designer for, with over 30 people on her team. Period. Um, it, the company was founded in 1985. Um, they are a jewel, eight jewelry company based on biblical percent. Principles and where they're serving, where they're serving their customer comes before sales. So they're all about customer service. A portion of all their sales go to support ministries worldwide. With every piece of jewelry sold from the company's profits, they support 76 missions. And with our 50% profit, she is able to have a full-time income on part-time basis. Uh, it was originally started, Premier Designs was originally started to allow single moms, stay-at-home moms, and career women the opportunity to make a full-time income on part-time, part-time hours to allow us to put God first, then family, then our careers. Uh, Premier Design Jewelry comes with a golden guarantee, so when you purchase our jewelry, it is guaranteed for life against manufacturer defects, not normal wear and tear. So they are a phenomenal company, and she's blessed. She's been with them 16 years. When she began uh, as, a, as a consultant with them, her children were 7, 6, 2, and 1. They are now 24, 22, 20, and 19. And Premier has allowed her to stay at home with her children, two girls and two boys, all of which have gone to college on full-ride scholarship, which included over 7,000 and scholarships they received from her company, Premier Designs Jewelry, as they support jewelers and our children with the scholarship program. She said she's very proud of her amazing kids in the company, um, and she has won many, many uh, awards. The company is debt-free, and we are part of um, Direct Sales Association, and again, they put people first, and it's always about service and relationships. She loves her job, and she loves what you're doing. She's going to be one of our vendors. Why she's not online with us? But anyway, uh, she'll be one of our April 22nd at the corporate room in Wildemar, California. So hopefully, uh, if you go to www.wrnaffy.com, you'll be able to. See um, all of the list of our keynote speakers, our entertainers, 
as well as a list of all the vendors will, that will be there. You can also buy a ticket online at um, www.wrnappy.com. Um, there's a button you just press. And also we invite you, NAPI is the largest global network for women across the country. And we've been around 45 years, and our mission is to help women grow both personally and professionally. If you go to www.nappy.com, you can see where the networks are across the country. But if you're only list, if you're interested in the California networks, you can also go to www.wrnappy.com and click on the um, PDF red button, and it'll give you a list of all the members. Nappy is really like a family. We're a ministry. We're not like your typical organization. We care about our members, and we're really always there for them. So um, I hopefully we'll get to see you at one of our um, meetings soon. And I'm not sure why my third guest didn't make it, but she's just getting over being ill. So perhaps she still wasn't feeling well today. I did speak to her earlier. But she's amazing, and I've seen Premier Jewelry. It's really beautiful. And as I said, she has been in the um, – she has 30 people on her team, so she's always looking for people to join her or to learn more about her. Her email is Callie, C-A-L-I, girl, jeweler, at AOL.com. Again, that's Callie, girl, jeweler, at AOL.com. And her name, again, is Tamara Twomley, T-W-A-M-L-E-Y. So um, I, she, oh, she just said she's been calling in, and it rang. So I'll just have to bring her on another day because it wouldn't be enough time to give her credit. Um, I'll talk with you later, and uh, have a great day. <laughs>